He's blunt, but he's fair. This is Drew Berquist, former counterterrorism officer, realist, and host of This Is My Show, which starts now. Billion two hundred trillion two hundred billion dollars. Tim Ryan in Ohio said he doesn't want you there. Warnock said wouldn't say. Do you think they're making a mistake? No, they're by sixteen there. I've already gone in for yet, and a lot more grass. Another twenty or so. I'm gonna be going in. I don't know what the f- that. I don't think any of us know what that was. Pretty remarkable. That was Joe Biden over the weekend. I am Drew Berkwist. This is my show. We hope you had a great weekend, folks. It's so good to be with you guys today. Excuse me. Monday, October 24th. Lots to get to today. We got got more Biden clips coming. Man, we got a Kamala clip. Sorry. Sorry we got to do it. It's a very heavy first uh, block here. Yeah, A block is like meaty. It is significantly meaty. So we'll do that. Pentagon sent more troops to the border in Ukraine. It's not good. We'll talk about that, what it possibly means. Putin's got health concerns still. There's at least discussion of it. I mean, there's there's all sorts of stuff we're going to get into today. Plus some booze and banter. We'll be talking about Biden's commitment, his dedication to mutilating children's genitals. Uh, We'll talk about abortion. Pentagon um, updates, all all sorts of other stuff. News stories as they develop, you you name it. We're going to get into that stuff in booze and banter, too. So that will be on Locals. You can see it on the screen, drewberkwist.locals.com. Get yourself an account. We want to spend some time with you over there. Have a drink together. You can bring questions. You can do all of that. And speaking of questions, Sam, Joe Biden's rubbing off on me. It's time for question of the day, which is kind of having to do with B block today. So I may not give my full answer here, but, but here's the question. It's, do you think that there is an October surprise in the making in Ukraine with this latest development that no one, by the way, is talking about, about the 101st airborne being deployed first time since world war two that they've been deployed like this to Europe. So do you think that there's an October surprise coming as you send your responses in today's episode is brought to you by my good friends over at my Patriot supply guys. Are you prepared? And I mean it. Are you prepared for widespread food shortages? Because they're coming. Farmers, industry experts in the in the food business have been telling us all for a long time now. It's coming. They say it's beyond their control, their control, especially with the fertilizer crisis that's going on. Bottom line, this harsh reality that is food shortages is coming, and it's coming very soon. That's why you need to get ready now with emergency food from my Patriot Supply. And the good news is you can save 20% by going to, uh, excuse me, survivewithdrew.com, 20% off on their three-month food kit. You get free shipping. It comes to your house in an unmarked, discreet box. You and your family members are going to know that you're taken care of, that you're prepared for whatever comes. And guys, it doesn't have to be this. We're just wrapping up hurricane season here in the Southeast. Lord willing, we're done. Prayers continue to go out to those in in Southwest Florida, but it could be a hurricane. It could be any other natural disaster, anything that's coming, not just the food stuff. 
But the food stuff's coming. Again, the farmers keep telling us we've had planes crashing into food processing plants, which is not a laughing matter. We've had hundreds of them burned down. We've got issues. So get ahead of all of this. Go to survivewithdrew.com. Those who know what's coming are already prepared. Are you? Again, survivewithdrew.com. For me, uh, today was our first snow dusting. It, it was not, you know, it wasn't, it was just flurries, but snow is here. Last two days, we've had constant 30 mile per hour winds. Like last night, I thought someone was banging against the side of my house, and I live in the middle of nowhere. But no, it was just the wind just going. You never know what's going to happen. Power lines can go down, whatever you need. You have no idea. Roads can get closed. So I, we have, we have it in our storage room. And it's funny, my wife's always like, well, you know, like, it's good to know if, if anything happens. Like, well, where we live, it could possibly just because we can't get into town. We need to get something. You never know. So, right. Yeah. Absolutely. Good to have. It's, be prepared. Again, I always say just the peace of mind of knowing that you're prepared is worth its weight in gold. Worth its weight in gold. So, so be smart, guys. Take care of yourself, your loved ones. It's the smart thing to do. Okay, let's get to the question of the day and see what people are saying about that. <clears throat> Good to see all of you guys coming in, by the way. Lots of hellos. Uh, I appreciate that. Um, the question was this. Again, do you think there's an October surprise with the latest development of more troops being deployed, 101st Airborne troops to be specific, deployed to the border of Ukraine? Yes, says Shelby. October surprise coming from somewhere. Why um, in the hell would we put our boys in harm's way? Good question, Lydia. Of, of course, says um, Michelle. Biden does what's worse for America, excuse me. Matilda says, yes, I do. I'm very prepared. Lots of, lots of people. Some, some people suggesting other thing. Um, F News says, no surprise. Biden sucks. Turn off the news and vote on November 8th. I agree with at least the vast majority of that comment there. Um, Hello from soon-to-be Red Oregon. Hey, Linda. Good to see you. Um, <clears throat> not sure how surprised we will be because we pay attention, says Barb. That's true. We talk about all this stuff every day here, so it's really not much of a surprise. To, but, there have been, I mean, the, in fairness, getting away from the question as it pertains to Ukraine and Russia and, and the U.S.'s involvement, we were all kind of surprised about the Herschel Walker thing, Herschel and Christian. You know, there's some other surprises that come. So we can, we can get caught off guard every once in a while. Usually. Usually ahead of the curb here. Um, again, I'm going to kind of give you my answer in B block disco. Do you want to chime in? Well, it, well, for me, it was when I saw this, like, it just others say no, like, because we, we pay attention it, to me. It's like, there's no surprise. What's going to happen. It's going to happen. Or if it doesn't like whatever, it's not, it, but we were aware of it. But the way you worded the question when I read it this morning was like, ah, Vladimir, you know, surprise. <laughs> like, like, you know, like, <laughs> like oh you know, retirement yeah you know like i just i was like what kind of surprise Ooh, are we invited like i got i was like what kind of surprise are we talking about drink that coffee but, get the coffee going and <laughs> oh yeah i know once i had the cup of coffee i was like yeah okay I get oh it. Like, yeah <laughs> as jay winkler says surprise world war three uh i can see rodney dangerfield saying that <clears throat> i'm wearing no, bells I, but, to the polls yeah you should, matilda but i would say the same like i i would like to probably save it for that segment because okay. it's just kind of it's it's um it's just like you're saying with the with the 101 going out that's just uh you know it should raise some red flags 
raise so. some red flags. We'll talk about it. We'll get into it. Let's get into A Block, which is very beefy, as we described to you already. And the new polls for the midterms are coming in, and it's looking grim for the communists. Now, can we trust the polls? That's a whole other question. Obviously, polls are never really right. But the media, because of these polls, is in full spin mode to give cover for Biden and his administration. And what an abject failure he, his handlers, and the policies that they've put forth have been. So he sat down because of all this. Again, you've seen him out there more, which to me, it's like, gosh, things have not gone well. When, when, when you want to lift, don't put this guy out there more. But for some reason, he's been all over the place the last week. All over the place. So he sat down with this ambiguously gay dude from MSNBC for an interview. And here's what he had to say. Maybe you could be educated on this. Here's what he had to say when he was asked about the latest polls that favor Republicans. Take a listen. Backline uh, earlier today, you dropped it here just a moment ago, but the full line was mega, mega trickle down. Um, surely you consider your student loan forgiveness program um, to be an antidote to that. But here's a problem, I think, for you and, and Democrats. Despite all the good economic news, low unemployment, record job creation, um, wage increases, Social Security, um, cost of living adjustment to 8.7%, the highest in 40 years, and yet poll after poll shows that the, uh, American, the American people trust Republicans on the economy and think that Republicans should control Congress. How do you, how well, do you first break of all, through that? I'm not sure about the polls. Because, you know, the way people conduct polls today, it's hard. 90% of it is you get on a telephone where you have to call seven times to get somebody to, to answer the phone, number one. Number two, a lot of what we've done and we've passed has not kicked in yet. For example, you know, we have all this money to rebuild the highways, bridges, Internet, et cetera. But it's going to take time. It's not all happening overnight. It's not like we passed the law and all of a sudden the highways and bridges are all functioning. It's not like we're in a position where we're saying no senior, which we do, is going to have to pay more than $2,000 a year for their drug costs, even so some are paying 13 14 15 with help of their families because of cancer drugs and the like. It hadn't kicked in. It doesn't kick in until next year. So a lot of what we've done, people are, are hurting. They're hurting because, you know, when you, when you take away that margin for people sitting around the kitchen table and they're paying, you know, three times as much or two times or one and a half times as much for the gasoline, it matters. I grew up in a family where when that occurred, it was a discussion at home. Um, and so I think this is a process of people making sure that what we say we're doing really is going to happen. And, they, and so that's why these last several weeks, what I'm doing is saying, here's what we're for, here's what they're for, and make a choice and vote. And I think people are going to show up and vote like they did last time. One of the all right. So long, long segment, long response. But first of all, did you speaking of long? Did you notice how long the reporter's question was? It was like forty-five seconds. That wasn't really a question, but a a list of so-called Democrat accomplishments, which is a classic media move. List the party's sanctioned talking points in your question. That way, the question has the appearance or the feel of being authoritative and well-researched and not partisan. But Joe launches in with his long response. You get a long question, you get a long response. 
And he stayed awake for the whole thing. So kudos to him for that. But he launches in with, I don't believe in the polls because of the way they're done now. You get on the telephone and you're going to have to call somebody seven times to get them, which I'm not really certain by what he means by that. I'll agree. Calling somebody seven times certainly would be time consuming. But it would seem that he doesn't understand that that this is how things work and how, how they go for both sides. It's not like it, it just his response doesn't make sense at all. But then he goes on to talk about <clears throat> build back better and says bridges and highways don't just get fixed. Did you catch that line? And then did you did you think about for a second that he's probably not paying attention to what's happening in Florida here? Ron DeSantis literally has been able to accomplish building bridges in three days. Never seen anything like it. Now it's an outlier because it's that damn impressive what DeSantis and his crew have done here in response to the hurricane. But he's like, oh, that, that, that it doesn't just happen. Well, yes, it does. If you've got some initiative. Didn't you see the bridge, Joe? Didn't you go? <laughs> you were there. Yeah, and also, he, too, and by the way, he, reminder, he complimented Ron DeSantis, which I'm sure he was scolded for. But he he complimented when he when he was I mean he attacked him too but he compliment he complimented him and, and attacked him, um, which is his own discussion. But then he he went on to ramble about the cost of healthcare insurance, sitting around the kitchen table and how it goes up for seniors and other people because of the, the cost of cancer drugs. Finally, he he gets on to the point where he says, uh, you know I'm for this and and what they're for and yada yada yada. Thanks for doing that, Joe. Seriously, thanks for doing that. We, we didn't need that, though. We know what this new radical left Democrat party is for. We know who you are. We know what you stand for. We know what you stand against. We know that you're all for killing children, indoctrinating children into a communist mindset, dividing the nuclear family, federalizing elections, federalizing the police, banning guns, censoring free speech, banning religion, implementing plans to keep Every single citizen dependent on the government from cradle to grave. And what do the Republicans stand for? <clears throat> well, at least the New Age Republicans, the Republicans that, that most of you and myself are voting for, it's a brand new America First conservative. It's not these Weasley rhinos that we've come to know. It's, it's conservatives and Republicans who are willing to stand up to the elite ruling class push back. And I say it all the time. I say it at least once a week. I probably, if we're being honest, I do four shows a week. I probably say it four times a week. But what we're dealing with here, this election, these two ideologies that are butting head to head, this is good versus evil. And it's not hyperbole either to say that. You've, You've got one political party who wants to normalize pedophilia just as one example and that sounds extreme but it's not it's true you know it's true look at the headlines look at the videos we show one of the the amount of videos that we could show each and every day on this show that just have to deal with that particular topic it's insane how much is out there and i i'm not going to do it we talk about it way more than i even want to in the first place but i i can't it's 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 hard on my very soul like i'm sure it is for you but that's what they want to do. And that alone, forget all the other stuff, that alone should be a disqualifier to ever 
remotely think about voting Democrat. They want to divide your family. They're all in for pedophilia. That full list that I went through earlier. And that just scratches the surface. We'd have to change the name of the show. John would have to do new read. This is Drew Burquist, and this is his show where he wants to show uh, video files of normalizing (laughs) pedophilia. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder how much that voiceover costs. Um, It's a lot of words. You know, it's it's by words. (laughs) A lot of words. Yeah. um, So then let's continue on the interviews because then, you know, they're inside, they're outside, all this ambiguously gay dude goes on a walk with Joe Biden. And great point. Disco and I talking in between here. SNL gets no backlash for Ace and Gary, the ambiguously gay duo um, from back in back in the day. Which is remarkable. I mean, if the NASCAR, if the NASCAR driver can get uh, can get canceled based on something his dad said thirty years prior <laughs> to that, when he, when he wasn't even like he was a kid, right? <laughs> he wasn't. He even, didn't even know like, he wanted to be a race car driver. Yet. Exactly. He couldn't even drive a car why can't, yet. Why? Why doesn't SNL get shut down for the ambiguously gay duo, which was a great bit that had some really great stuff in there. It was hilarious. But why aren't they getting shut down for that? Yeah. Oh, man, it's ridiculous. But so anyways, they decide to go on a walk and he asked Joe, there's there's actually kind of two clips, I think, that we've got today where this this comes up. But he asked Joey if he's going to run again. Here's how that went. So let's say Trump doesn't run again. Convince on Gloria that. She should stick with you. Well, I think Aunt Gloria should take a look. I, I think it's a legitimate thing to be concerned about anyone's age, including mine. I think that's totally legitimate. But I think the best way to make the judgment is to, uh, to you know, watch me. You know, am I slowing up? Am I don't have the same pace as her? You know, uh, and that old joke, you know, uh, um, everybody talks about the you know, the new 70s, 50s, and all that stuff. You know, I, you know, it could be, I, I'm a great respecter of fate. I could get a disease tomorrow. I could, you know, drop dead tomorrow. But I, you know, in terms of my energy level, in terms of how much I'm able to do, I think people should look and say, is he, does he still have the same passion for what he's doing and if they think i do and i can do it then that's fine if they don't then they should vote against me not against me should encourage me not to go but that's not how i feel i can't even say the age i'm gonna be i can't even get it out of my mouth (laughs) that's nervous laughter right there i mean is it just me or does it look like he's almost going in for a kiss on the ambiguously gay dude like you you know it's uh i'm not a fan of close talkers no i'm just not I don't need to know what you ate. Unless unless you are my wife, you, you cannot be in this zone. Nervous laughter. I'm surprised he didn't lean back. Yeah. I would, I, I would have been leaning back. But Man. he's, I mean, you can see in his face, he's definitely like, um, um, freeze. <laughs> Just play dead. Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm out. <laughs> he's like, what? And, and to his credit, like, he should be feeling that way. He should be asking what the hell is going on because all the rest of us were too. You've got some old dude who's known to be a overly touchy-feely, gropey, sniffy kind of guy all up in your business whose breath smells like tuna salad and might just might want to make out with me. It's, it's weird. Jay Wink, he just, Biden just wanted a little sniff. Little, little sniff, little sniff. sniff. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but his answer, Joe's answer, is 
like his presidency. Pathetic. And we all know his heart's not in it. Again, he, he like, judge me based on this and my energy levels and my committed and passionate. Joe, you don't even know where you are half the time. No, you don't ask that question. Your wife, Jill, allowed you to be installed and drugged up. And you could tell by his answer, too, that he's trying to reassure voters, you know, that he's here for the long haul, if, if that's what his Democrat handlers want. But you can also tell that he's just kind of repeating what he was told to say, that he doesn't buy into it. He's not all in. He's not passionate, as he said that he was. But speaking of Jill, ambiguously gay dude asked Joe specifically what his wife Jill thinks of him running again. Here was that exchange. I have not made that formal decision, but it's my intention, my intention to run again. And we have time to make that decision. Uh, Dr. Biden is for it. Mr. President. Oh. Dr. Biden thinks that, uh, my wife thinks that, uh, that I, uh, that, that, we're, that we're doing something very important. <laughs> All right. So there you have it. You've, you've maybe seen that clip over the weekend. Either he fell asleep in the middle of his answer or he forgot that Dr. Biden, his wife, and Jill were the same person. Who knows what's going on there? I love that the guy's like, oh, like, <laughs> like he, he, he couldn't stop himself from making the we've got a problem noise here. And I love, by the way, Michelle's comment on Facebook. His wife came into his family as a babysitter, and she still is. Exactly. No one ever pays attention to that. We've, we've referenced it a bunch of times here, but no one pays attention to how this, this couple came to be. But it looked to me that Joe was wanting to tell the truth. Like, ah, how do I say this? But he couldn't find the words, one, because he's in cognitive decline, and two, he just didn't know how to do it without getting in trouble. So he, he tried to stick to the script. But he, he pulled it out and muddled through. Um, and, and, and to the point of Jill, here's, here's what I think is, is interesting about this, because we always talk about Jill, his family, and how this is elder abuse for, for making him do this, having to be drugged up all the time, having to campaign from his basement, when clearly... Not, not just picking on the guy. Clearly, he is not well. But it's clear with this response and with from the very onset of the campaign until today that she would rather have, Jill would rather have power. She cheated on her husband and left her husband for this, this family because she wanted power, money, influence, and she would rather have that <clears throat> than take care of her husband who's not even fit enough to play a board game at like a nursing home. He's just not well. But to his point, she, she thinks that we're doing great things. Okay, I'm shocked that you hear that and can actually go along with it. But again, you don't have a choice. You don't have a choice. So let's, let's give him one break here since all we'd ever do is pick on him. But of course, of course, Jill and her fellow Democrats think that the vegetable in chief's tenure has been a success. Because remember, we talked about this again last week. Democrats see failure as a success. Merit and achievements are, are products of systemic racism. If you are defined as being successful by raising... In the, in the case of the Democrats and what Jill's proud of, the price of, of gas, 
tanking the economy that was at its strongest ever, sending America to the brink of a global thermal war with Russia, having no borders, all of that, then yeah, I mean, absolutely. If those are your standards, then you're right, Jill. I guess we're doing some remarkable work here as a country. You guys are. But of course, that's, that's how they feel because that's how Democrats are. They're hateful people. And there's a lot of people with buyer's remorse with Biden in the White House because their 401ks are losing value. Retired people are having to take on extra jobs because inflation's skyrocketing. Something that Pelosi and the Democrats are saying is not a big deal. The, Demo- or the Republicans are lying about it. Hmm, interesting. By every metric available, though, Anything you can look at, any kind of data. Again, the Democrats always love to point to data and science, except for they don't. They just use those words. And then, you know, if you actually bring up what they tell you to point to, they call you crazy conspiracy theorist. But every, every talking point, every data point, demonstrate what a colossal failure this administration has been in that he is undoubtedly the worst president of the 21st century And as I always say, I'll go out on a limb here and say, I think he's the worst president in in the history of the United States of America. Jimmy Carter sighing a breath of relief. But there was a little bit more with the ambiguously gay dude from MSNBC. Because he asked Joe how Cam, Cam Cam, Kamala Harris, was doing as vice president. Here was the response. Take a listen. The vice president of the United States, Vice President Harris. How's she doing? You're almost two years in. How's she doing? She's doing great. She is a, uh, first of all, she's smart as hell. She has, she has a backbone like a ramrod, and she has enormous integrity. And, uh, but if you take a look out there, there isn't any public figure that is, you know, 60% favorable ratings. I mean, you know, most of them and but she is doing a great job and she is and she is really really thoroughly informed and and particularly on areas of foreign policy and national security issues and so i find her to be extremely extremely uh well qualified and a great asset we have lunch once a week and and she is in she there's nothing that she is cut off from (laughs) well-informed understands foreign policy oh my gosh but i mean honestly if you break down what he said like it was not some ringing endorsement it was forced it was a forced response he can't say well she's awful she slept her way to the top we chose her because we thought identity politics would help us but in fact it's only hurt us because i'm awful i'm in cognitive decline she's was born in cognitive decline, has a horrible reputation, so we're just in a bad spot. But he, he said she has the backbone of a ramrod. I don't, I don't know, Joe. I don't know that you want to use that term when you're talking about Kamala. You think he got like, it was like a bet, like, can you just find a way to bring ramrod into this conversation? <laughs> At somehow? some point during you your interview it, today, it, you've got to get it in there. Yeah, <laughs> Maybe. I mean. On it. <laughs> <clears throat> That's the only thing he remembers. Everything else, because he's yeah. incognito. Use Ramrod. Like, Ramrod. Okay. <laughs> but I mean, honestly, the way he was like stuttering and stammering, it, it was like 
It was like the ambiguously gay dude asked him to endorse Charles Manson. Like, find something positive to say about this person. And we know there's, there's tons of, of, of stories and reports from the White House that talk about how the two camps, the Harris family and the, the Biden family, have, have been at odds since the very get-go. And for him to say, too, like, we have lunch once a week. Come on, dude. You don't have lunch with it. First of all, you're hardly ever there. 40% of your presidency, you've been out of Washington, D.C. But we've been told that those standing lunches were a thing of the past. They Literally, like, three months they lasted. And now they don't happen anymore. Oh, my gosh. It's just it's, ridiculous. There's, like, a deli in his home in Delaware that, like, that he just loves to go to. And that's why he's there all the time. Maybe. Like yeah. I mean, I, look, I get it. I love sandwiches, too. You know, at least you're the president. Get it flown in. Yes. You don't need to go there. Have them oh. move the whole establishment to the grounds. Yeah, exactly. In the kitchen. <laughs> what was it? Uh, Richie Rich. They had a McDonald's in the mansion. Yes. Remember that? Yes. <laughs> yeah. What? I wonder what he's doing right now. What's Macaulay Culkin doing right now? This very second. We right, probably don't want to know the very answer. Second. I, I, yeah. I, there might be a Macaulay Culkin cam. We, we don't know. Let's, yeah. Let's we'll we'll see. Yeah. Um, speaking of Kamala, she said over the weekend that it's misinformation that she promoted the Freedom Fund and trying to help bail people out who were burning cities down, particularly Minneapolis. Take a listen to this clip. I want to ask you, uh, the Minnesota GOP is holding a press conference this afternoon to criticize you for your support a couple of years ago before you were the vice president for something called the Minnesota Freedom Fund that was really set up to help those who are arrested after the, in the aftermath of the George Floyd riots, help them get out. It's since been sort of morphed into something else and has been used to help people get out who've been accused of, of many other crimes. Do you have any thoughts about this? Well, first of all, I am a child of parents who marched for civil rights in the 1960s in America. And I have always been and will always be a supporter of peaceful protests. Um, many peaceful protests over the history of our country have led to an expansion of rights and, um, and, and an expansion of civil rights. So that's where I stand on, on peaceful protest. And um, I think that, unfortunately, what we're seeing are is people are, are playing political games right now. We're 18 days away from midterms. And um, we have sadly not seen a lack of misinformation and disinformation. Uh, and, and I think this is another one of those examples. <laughs> All right. First of all, I love how she has to put her bona fides out there, that her family was a part of this movement. She's got to play that identity politics card. But before we point out just how ludicrous her bald-faced lie is, let's go back to 2020 in general, right? And more specifically, let's reminisce about the St. Floyd riots that happened in Minneapolis and really all over the country. And let's keep in mind, before the riots, 99.9% .9 or whatever the, the figure was, a high number of the country was locked down because of a virus with a 99.9, .9, that number is true, 99.9% .9 survival right there. And remember that with all of the, the flip-flopping, the back and forth with policies as it pertained to COVID, six feet, mask, no masks, 16 masks, all of this. Remember, not only was that ridiculous, which you should have realized, and most of you do, 
but that George Floyd dies, okay? He consumes like a Mount Everest size handful of fentanyl. Dies. And Fauci says that lockdowns can be broken if and only if people are protesting or marching for social justice. Remember that? Remember the streets like shoulder to shoulder? It looks like it looked like New Year's Eve in Times Square in a lot of these places. And Fauci. No one got arrested. Yeah, no one got arrested. No problem. And when we'd say, how is that okay? But we're not supposed to. Of course, we all did. We're not supposed to see our own family for Thanksgiving. Oh, it's different. They're marching for social justice. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. So you're, uh, you know what? Silly me. You can't get a virus and you can't share a virus if you're marching for social justice. I forgot about that. Forgot about learning that in science class. But that's how ridiculous our world has gotten. So ridiculous. So when rioters started getting, getting to back to the story, though, when rioters started getting arrested, though, and put in jail, the Minnesota Freedom Fund started. And it was set up for them to be able to post bail. And Kamala, contrary to what she just said there, was encouraging people to give money to the Minnesota Freedom Fund. Send their money to bail out criminals who were caught looting, setting fires, shooting, and beating fellow Americans, all in the name of social justice. Peaceful protest, as the Democrats would call them. So she, she even tweeted out her support for that. You can see it there. And here's what's funny. As she sat on the news and says that it was misinformation that the GOP is going after her for supporting the Minnesota Freedom Fund, her tweet, it's still up. It's still up. That's how much these people hate you and how little respect they have for you. That they will lie right to your face knowing that there is evidence sitting readily available on the World Wide Web. Yeah, I, I wanted to make sure that it was still up, so I went to her feed and literally scrolled all the way to this tweet. <laughs> it took me forever, but it was worth it because I wanted to make sure it was up because, you know, like, the, you know, we were looking, you sent me an article and had it. I didn't want to make sure it was like that was like their screenshot or whatever. I wanted to make sure that it was still right. up. <laughs> I was like, well, it is. Like, come on. Like, don't. It, huh. it's like with um abrams like when she's like oh i didn't i i never did say anything about you know the the election being rigged yeah the election being rigged and it's like okay go back and take everything off then so you, you'd be like see there's no paper trail like, there's no twitter trail right like, at on. least try at least try to make you know people always you know these days people screenshot tweets and stuff like that and 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 that's just the game that's that's played but like at least try like go half ass with it and delete your tweet that that goes completely contrary to what you just said. But they won't do or it because again, they're awful. Do a, re do a retweet of it and just be like JK. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, come on, there he goes. I, I really joking. didn't need that. <laughs> oh man. By the way, someone said, um, Jill said over on Rumble, Freedom Fund. And it almost sounded like at the intro of that clip when the anchor was talking it almost sounded like she accidentally said freedom which of course kamala is now famous for uh she's famous for a couple of things you know willie brown ask ask what he put in her mouth and then and then her saying freedom um and then the cackle the cackle the cackle's not good okay. none, none of them good things but with all of this you've got 
Joe being Joe. We showed multiple clips in the opening montage today, right down to all the ones we just showed you. You've got Kamala being Kamala. And you've got the mainstream media and the Democrats in panic mode over the polling leading up to the midterms, which, folks, they are coming, and they are coming fast, two weeks away. And Chuck Todd, Chuck Todd speak, spoke about it this, this, this week and says that he's very concerned, or he alluded to the fact that he's very concerned about all the polling that's just been conducted. Take a listen, then we'll discuss Digging deeper here, we've got some all-time midterm highs that should serve as red flags for the Democrats. The wrong track, 71% all-time midterm high since we've been polling. How about presidential approve, disapproval on the economy sitting at 57%? Again, we hadn't recorded that uh, ever that high in our poll. And the third one, the direction of the economy. In the next year, is it going to get better or worse? 50% say it's going to get worse again, an all-time high in midterm polling hmm not good right so chuckles over there at msnbc and his friends they're they're in full panic mode you can hear the desperation in his voice oh my goodness democrats i've never seen polling like this it's not looking good for them now again just because the polls say that doesn't mean that they're all accurate and it doesn't mean it's not a tactic to try and get the conservatives to not flood to the polls flood to the polls you've got to get out there or we face the possibility of of all becoming fascists and they say that that's the tone that chuck todd's saying he's trying to say we got to get out there and vote because his polling's bad and republicans are fascists but i'm saying don't get comfortable Because the real fascists who have control now and who want more control are going to do anything and everything that they can to win. And reminder, the term fascist describes them. They just don't like it. They don't like being called that. They don't like being called racist either. So they project it onto their enemies. They project it onto you and to me. Because when the word doesn't fit the narrative, the, the meaning doesn't go along, with their narrative anymore, they just change it. That's how the Democrats do it, right? Well, no, no, no big deal. We'll change it. Call Merriam's, you know, Webster's Dictionary. Call Oxford. Call all these people. Change. We're changing the word. They, they, these guys changed the word vaccine. They changed the definition of recession. They changed the definition of the word fascist. They've done it with racist. They've done it with all those things. These people are sick. They are dangerous. And they will stop at nothing, and I mean nothing, to assume total power and control. All right. <clears throat> Man, I tell you what, let's save AOC for after the break because this has been a, a – basically A block today has been the entire show. So let's, let's get into AOC. We'll get into AOC We'll get into October surprise overseas, Russia, China, some of that stuff, all on the other side of the break. It's going to be a special, extra-long episode today. So stick around. We'll be right back.
Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and my employees and I want to thank each and every one of you for your continued support. With everything going on right now, your rest is so important. That's why we're having the biggest MyPillow sale ever. Not only are my bed pillows as low as $19.98, but you can get the best body pillows ever. Regular $89.98, now only $29.98. Take your rest on the go with our Roll and Go Anywhere My Pillows for only $14.98. And we have our new couch and accent pillows. They aren't just for looks. They have My Pillows patented adjustable fill that gives you that amazing My Pillow comfort. In this economy, you get the best gifts ever for the best prices ever. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code and you get deep discounts on body, couch, bolster pillows, and so much more, including my original bed pillows for as low as $19.98. Please order now while quantities last. All right. I told you we'd get into AOC, so let's do it. Okay, again, I knew A A block was long, so we had to push this stuff into this next block here. But not long. I mean, now we're talking days. You You could break it down into hours if you really wanted to. Not long, though, after going sassy Latina last week on her constituents at a town hall, something supernatural happened to AOC over the weekend. See for yourself... Because this clip right here, it's... Do we have it? I'm trying to find it. Hang on. I pulled it in. To just maybe... There it is. I see it. Yeah. Ah, that's it. This clip right here, it's remarkable. Take a listen to the oh-so-brilliant congresswoman. I'm proud to be a bartender. Ain't nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with working retail, folding clothes for other people to buy. There is nothing wrong with preparing the food that your neighbors will eat. There is nothing wrong with driving the buses that take your family to work. There is nothing wrong with being a working person in the United States of America. And there is everything dignified about it. Okay. I mean, hold on. So you were sassy Latina last week. Not a good look. And what happened to your voice here? She's, you know, usually got that fast-paced New York City leftist cadence in her voice. Now she's a slow Southern black woman? Like, talking painfully slow. Is she talking? Here's here's what you need to understand. She's not talking to, to people who just came to this country who are slow with their English skills. They're, you know, just, you have to really speak slowly and clearly. Like, she was speaking to the National Action Network. And the majority of the attendees were, you guessed it, by the, the, the tone in her voice, African-American. Which reminds us all, or it should remind you, of when Murder Granny delivered her famous <laughs> Isa in no ways tired speech, which was so cringe. But I mean, literally... When- she spoke. Or when Jill Biden tried to say "Si se puede." Si se puede. Oh, Jill, you're so entertaining. Um, but no, I mean, literally, she goes. She, we can all hear. It. Let's just call it what it is, right? She's speaking in black voice, 
pretending to sound black for the African-Americans who were in attendance at her event. And it's about the woke pass. Because, of course, if I were to do that, like, sometimes I'll do it and I don't care. People get mad, whatever. Like, I'm joking. I'm joking. We're having a good time. But it's about the woke pass. AOC can get away with it. Her Democrat friends can get away with anything they want. Because if you're down with the cause, you can act like an African-American caricature. And because you're a part of the struggle, it's acceptable. In fact, it even kind of like just proves further in her, in her mindset and in the woke mindset, it proves that, hey, I'm on your side. See, I'm talking like you. I feel like if this was uh, an episode of The Office, it would be the one where they where he sends uh, – where they have to have um, the guy come in to give the, like, the racial equality thing because uh, Michael Scott was trying to do the Chris Rock. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Stand up. Yes. That was awesome. <laughs> like, Let's reenact it. And Kevin Chesney's like, no, no, you're doing it all wrong. Like timing. Like <laughs> I want to see that episode that, again now. It's a great episode. And that's what should be happening at her office. Hey, you can't do that. <laughs> like, Hey, you know, you, if you are, you know, Latin or whatever, understandably like, get it. Okay. Awesome. But that you cannot do because you're in a room full of them. You can't, I'm sorry, you can't. And yes, they might've been going, mm-hmm, come on, but that's fine. Because they were really feeling it, too. They were there for a reason. And you were saying what they wanted to hear. But to everyone else, it seems like you're just playing the bit. Yeah. And, I, you know, like, it's, well, it's, it's awful. It just shows how fake she is. What's well, a tired, lazy tactic that the Democrats use, they've used forever, thinking that they're actually fooling black people who are, who are listening to them or whoever, you know, Latinas, if they're talking to that audience, whoever they're pandering to. But what's what's... I, I was going to say remarkable, but it's not remarkable. It's it's kind of obvious if you pay attention to these guys and how they operate, how they think, how they value people or don't, is that it's actually a racist form of domination. Because it says to the African-American people in attendance, I can make fun of you. I can I can make fun of you right in front of your face. And you're going to accept it. Because the Democrat Party has subjugated you for years. And you have no alternative. That, that, that's what's happening. I mean, leftist you know, philosophy and strategy dictates that what AOC did is a microaggression of racial dominance through her voice cadence. It's this world that we live in right now. It's, there's, there's no words for it. There's no words for it. It's just crazy. I just, I just don't see how anyone, regardless of race or gender and all that stuff, can still say today that the Democratic Party has their back. Yeah. Well, it's because they said it in a speech. What have they done? Show me. What have they done that shows, you know, I would be like, oh, well, you know, they gave us checks during the, okay, whatever. Th forget that. That was a pandemic. Any president was doing it. Trump got that to, you know, got the first check to go through. Forget that. What have they done to help you? Besides say in a speech, I want your vote, so I'm here to help you. Other than that, show me, please. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's only Monday. Um, let me ask you a question, David. Feels feels like Wednesday. Sure does. Um, Are you asking me a question? I'm ready for that drink and booze and banter, but we're not there yet. We're not there yet. We got plenty more to cover before booze and banter. Kind of bonus coverage today, if you will. Um, but my question is this: Would you would you pay to listen to AOC eating pad thai in like a seductive matter manner? I just don't like 
I think you and I are on the same path here. Like, I just don't like to hear the sound of anyone eating anything at any time. Doesn't matter okay. if it's seductive or not. How about like I, AOC lick her fingers after eating some like saucy wings, buffalo wings? That. Nope, 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 nope. Disgusting. Okay. <laughs> I can't even stand it when I'm like, it's on my fingers. What do I do? Do I lick them off? No, that's disgusting. But I want the flavor. Like, I can't even stand it if I have to do it. Well, so the reason I asked these these questions, <laughs> I love everyone else is responding to, hell no, no, no. Um, <laughs> but she's considering AR, uh, AMRS recordings if her political career hits the skids. Take a listen to her, her say it. You know, if politics doesn't work out, I can always start one of these channels. <laughs> vote, vote. Early voting <laughs> starts October 29th in New York State. California early ballots just got sent out last week. disgusting this no 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 no. she didn't even do it right anyway she's like right? making the noise for it she said shh no no, no. make the noise like get something that's gonna make the noise like come on and i, I love mean, that not only does she laugh at herself but whoever's filming on her phone maybe her pasty husband like they're they're, they're getting they're they're laughing <laughs> come on it's ridiculous in all seriousness hey. though in all seriousness she wouldn't do well there, and I want no one to make channels like that again because I think that eating and doing stuff like that is I don't I don't want to hear you eat. Okay, I have to listen to my Afghan eat all the time, and I love him to death. But wait, years ago, or you know, back in the previous iterations of the show, we opened we did a cold open once. Remember with like a woman like eating chips or whatever. Remember we did because that, that was like the that's like that was like when that started. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> hey, but here, she, she could make. Just, just real quick. Thank you, Palma Beat. For yes, the I was going to get to that. Palma Beat, thank you so, you so much. much. Yeah. Um, dozen eggs and a gallon of milk fund. I, I don't I mean, does that even cover that anymore? Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but we're so grateful. Um, we're moving everyone to Rumble. Send in those Rumble rants. Uh, give us some love. We're trying to make all sorts of awesome changes for the show now, but also into 2023, as we say, F YouTube. Uh, and do this. So please, please continue to do that. And again, thanks, Pomavit. But in, in seriousness, no, AOC, I mean, like her politics, don't like her politics. None of us do here. Think she's smart. Think she's not smart. None of us do here. She, she could actually do pretty well with an OnlyFans page. She's not entirely unattractive. I'm not endorsing those kind of pages. I've never been to one of those pages. I think that they're, they're sick, but people make good money on them. So, well, well, you just saw how she tried to do the AMRS or whatever that is. I don't, I don't even know what that acronym stands. for. I don't for. know what it stands for. I, it's, but, it... but if she was trying to do one of those pages, the OnlyFans pages, it wouldn't do well. Her her fiance boyfriend just needs to secretly record it, and then it would probably do better because then it's more natural and she's not trying. <laughs> you know, because that she just she, it feels like whenever she tries something, she's being awkward. It's really awkward. Right. And if that's who she is, that's great. That's fine. That's a fun way to like, you know, try, you know, like to be out. But it's just, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I would say, yes, it would be probably a good way to do it. She'd kill it, but it would have to be, she doesn't know that it's happening. Cause it, when she tries, it just, it would looks, it would probably look weird. Fair, fair. So, but yeah, fair, fair, for, fair point. I, 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 I don't disagree with that. Um, okay. So everyone real quick, hit like, that, that, hit that like button. Um, smash it. In fact, break it on your keyboard. We'll send you a new key. 
Not the whole keyboard. That's expensive, but we'll send you the new key. Um, Legal's telling me we can't say that. Okay, well, <clears throat> please do hit the button, um, whichever platform you're on. It's the plus sign on Rumble. It's the boxing glove if you're on the app. If, if you're on Facebook, you know how to do it there. It's just hit the thumbs up button. Um, all the other platforms, you should know how to do it. We're not on YouTube anymore because they're douchebag communists. So please do that. Make sure you're subscribed, particularly on Rumble. Go to rumble.com forward slash Drew Berquist. It's super easy to do. You'll get notifications. And then also we'd love it if you'd come over to drewberquist.com and subscribe to the newsletter there as well. Uh, all of that's important. And then as Matilda says, sharing is caring. Please continue to share this link, today's episode. Sh you know, share it with your friends, your friends, your, your friends, your friends, your family members, your colleagues, all of those people. Even and your enemies. Keep send it to your enemies too. Exactly. Exactly. Trolls show up. They're, they're, show up. They already hate you anyway. I mean, yeah. it's like, I, it's funny, uh, a few weeks ago, for somehow, I didn't care, but my personal page was linked to everything that we were putting out. So every time we went live, it was pushing out stuff. And I was like, well, if, if I had people on my page that didn't like me already, I know they do now. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, maybe I should just keep spamming them with, this will be great. Because I don't post anything on social media. I'm just on there to you know, manage the pages and stuff. Because I like I like to keep things private. I don't like to share things about my children. So it's just like, no, like that's that's that. And so it, it's, it was just like, well, you know, I probably lost a lot of friends that <laughs> those two weeks, but I don't care. But were they <laughs> like, friends if you lost them over that? Well, the, that's what I'm saying. They're like yeah. Facebook friends. You know, they, you know, they weren't like, they weren't, uh, but yeah, I don't think they were really friends. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that for you. Um, it's weird yeah. that it did go there, though. That's, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, it, it, like, it's not like I linked it. Also, I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> So let's talk about this, because this isn't really a leak. This is just, I don't know, overt reported information. The media reported it. We've got the 101st Airborne um, who's been deployed to Europe. And I think there's audio in that disco. We can maybe just roll it as B-roll, maybe just mute it and, and, and roll that. But this 101st Airborne going to Europe, this hasn't happened since World War II. I'm not saying that the... The 101st Airborne hasn't been involved in stuff. They've been involved in lots of stuff since then, obviously. But they're participating in exercises to prepare them to go to war against Russia. And this is, people, this is one of the biggest stories that nobody is talking about. We've been told by our government that we're supporting Zelensky and the Ukrainians just with money. Don't worry, just money. And then it became money and armaments. We were told that not one American soldier would be in that theater in a combat role. And for almost a year, I've been saying that we're at war with Russia, and America doesn't even know it. Well, we've now got troops in Europe, and we had some there before, to be, to be clear, but we've got more troops in Europe, and not one Democrat has mentioned anything about it. They're acting like this is all totally normal. It was part of the plan all along. And you never hear from these people Democrats, rhinos, etc., about any kind of peace talks. We've gone from you have to push Putin and his army out of Ukraine to total regime change. To Putin has to go and we'll remove him by force. This really shouldn't surprise anyone at this point with the way that things work in our country, our government, with the, the military industrial complex, all of that. And because the Democrats are political jihadists. I mean, literally, these people would, and I'm being quasi-facetious here, if they feel like they're going to lose, they would strap a bomb to themselves and take as many people with them as they can. Because they're very much operating in the world of, of if we can't have it, 
then nobody can have it. And I wouldn't be shocked if they got trounced in the midterms and then decide, you know what? Let's just, let's just pull the war option. Maybe not the nuclear option. Maybe, maybe so, but let's at least pull the war option. And, and were it to be the nuclear option, in this case, it wouldn't be a metaphor. It'd actually be legit. Which, by the way, notice, too, how they're getting us into this war. Again, we're there now. Just because 101st deploy doesn't change things, we've got people on the ground there now. Okay, maybe you don't hear about them, but just trust me. But you notice how these, these libs who think the number one issue on the, on the planet is climate change. It's not. It's just a tool for the left to control people further. But you know how they say that? But they never talk about how awful this would be for the climate. Because I'm, I'm not a scientist, shocker. But I'm pretty certain. What? <laughs> I know. I know. I'll, I'll give you guys a minute to take that in. But no, I'm pretty certain that nuclear blasts would be pretty bad for the planet. I just, I think that they're not good as it pertains well, to climate more, change. They're, they're more concerned about the asteroid that could break into our atmosphere and destroy it and those and all. Like, like you, I, you see views all the time, like, oh, there's this one thing that's 750 million light years away, you know, and it could potentially come our way. And it's like, okay, so, you know, it, how far away it is now in 750 million years from now, we're going to like, why are we worried about it? Like, right. I know, like, they're, hey, I, I hope like Terry's and, you know, you know, and there's still life going on, but it's just like at that point in time, we're like, okay, who cares? Like, but they're, they're more concerned about that than, yes, than a World War Three happening. Let's clock off a nuke and, you know, we'll be fine. <laughs> you know, like, but, you know, we got to kill those cows because they're going to, you know, Cows are farting and they are killing people. Um, their, their gas is getting into the ozone. Well, so we'll see. I, I, well, again, I, 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 I'm not suggesting to the question from earlier today that this is an all-out October surprise, but it's in terms of the timing of it, because for that to happen, something would literally need to kick off in seven days, eight days, whatever it is. I'm not suggesting that's going to happen, but I am telling you that it's a disastrous and scary move that we've got people there. There's, there's, you had Petraeus and others who obviously Petraeus is not active, but you had others coming out and saying that they think that it might not be a NATO incursion with, with Russia, but a U.S.-led multinational force or coalition like we had in Iraq and Afghanistan going after Russia and doing that. It's like, no, 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 and no, and no again. Like, stop it. This is ridiculous. And meanwhile... As this is happening, you've got Putin, who's, who's, who's being Putin, right? Like Putin, dislike Putin. What Putin is our enemy, to be very clear. I give him credit for having balls and, and being willing to play the game and take advantage of, of our country's weakness right now. That does he not mean I'm supporting shirtless. for him or cheering for him. What? He rides bears. He shirtless. rides bears. I mean, come yeah. on. Like, yeah. I, but I'm not on his side. I'm on Team America. Have been. Always will be. But the Ukrainian government is now saying that Russian troops have mined some, a name that I can't even pronounce, hydroelectric plant, and are planning to blow up the dam at the plant. And this dam is 100 feet high, two miles long. Holds back water to the reservoir, the same volume as, as literally, it's akin to like the Great Salt Lake, a lot of water. 
okay? And if that water, the dam were to be detonated, destroyed, and the water were to be unleashed, it obviously, as is the case with any major dam, but it would, it would kill tens of thousands of civilians. But here's what's interesting about this. <clears throat> and I talked about this with, with Tom earlier, too, is anytime I hear Ukrainians or, or U.S. intel, any, anytime we hear them talk about some kind of intel organization saying that the Russians are going to do X, whatever it is, in this case, blow the dam, I can't help but think that it's going to be the Ukrainians and or us or a combination therein of both that are going to do it and then make it look like it was Russia who did it. And again, that's not me picking on. I, again, I've got colleagues who are in that country, former colleagues, I should say, who are in that country right now. I'm cheering for them as people, not necessarily what they've been tasked to do. I'm cheering for them as people who are just, they're just following orders. But <clears throat> why? Why would Putin want to do that? Why, why would, it would, I mean, that's a bold move to just kill tens upon tens of thousands. They're estimating at minimum 30,000 and upwards of, or plus of 60,000 people that would die from such an event. But what does he have to gain from just absolute mass murder? You can say, well, they're shooting rockets and this, that, and the other into, into certain areas, and that's, that's, that's mass murder too. I get it, but that's, that's war and conflict. Just blowing a dam. That's different. And it's it's on Russian soil or it's in Ukraine? It's in Ukraine. Got it. So, okay, well, hey. It's in you know, Ukraine. But it's... again, oh, no, it, there's that, no tactical huge... advantage. It would basically be exactly. akin to a pouting, like, well, ah, fine, you know, I'm blowing up your dam. I'm going to blow the dam. <laughs> but, like, that doesn't, you know, I don't think that they, deep down, I don't think that he wants world war three some people think that he does i don't think he does no one stands to win from it we're the ones who keep pushing for war we're the ones who keep pushing for it well because you know it's funny you know putin comes out and says if anyone starts aiding them this blah blah, you know like then that'll be pushing us into something bigger than what it is and then here we are like let's send them money let's send them guns you know like right we're not we're not aiding them well, yes you are right <laughs> you and know. and technically we would have crossed that red line multiple times yeah. with his warnings and 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 he's held off in that and, again i'm not yes. defending the that's dude. another thing too it's, exactly he has held off and you know and so uh, I, hey i would hate to say are we just sitting there going to call his bluff till he actually does it i hope he <laughs> yeah. won't do that cuz that would be a very stupid thing for us to do well, he hasn't said he hasn't he hasn't done anything yet. So let's just keep going. Like I hope that we reserve are able to hold ourselves back from crossing that red line, like officially, right? In his eyes. But man, it's just it's uh, I don't know. It, like this is you're right. It's like what's the tactical advantage of blowing the dam? There's there's there's, nothing behind it. there's there's so little. So if it happens, I'll just say this. I'm not saying it's not them. But I, I I put better than 50% odds on if it does happen. And I don't think it's going to happen. But if it does, I'd put greater odds on it being us having done it or had a hand in it than, than him just because it, it, it fits the goals and narratives that are out there right now uh, and what people want. But some, some people would say, well, he's – okay. Um, have we heard anything else about the pipeline sabotage? 
No. Or has that just gone away? It's just it's just disappeared, right? Like it's, it's all disappeared. Yeah. It's all, yeah. Okay. That's what I, I thought too, because I was looking for it the other day. Like, oh, I wonder what's been getting. Nothing. It's quiet. Yeah. There's. I mean, there was new footage that came out a week or two ago that showed that it clearly had to be sabotaged. It wasn't like some, which we all kind of figured and knew, mm-hmm. but yeah. um, other yeah. than that, it's been, it's been crickets. But one of the things like- that people keep talking about with this is, you know, maybe he's doing this because he's crazy, he's sick, he's ill, he's a bear backed into a corner, which he is. But... I don't know. I still, I still don't know. I could see that being true, but he. So there's, there's new stuff, new reports on his health. There's pictures that recently emerged. We've got it here of what looks to be IV track marks in Putin on Putin's hand, which sparked this whole thing again. Is he gravely ill? And and and, and whether he is or not, that narrative has come back. You know, is he being treated for cancer? There's reports of stomach cancer. There's reports of other kind of cancer. Does he have some sort of weird nervous disorder that's affecting his judgment? Who knows? But it's 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 a scenario it's it's a scenario that complicates the discussion as it pertains to where this is going to go and who's going to be behind it. Because if he is ill, that you know, it, it it just makes it it makes it tricky. Is he just going to go out with a bang again? I don't know that that's the legacy you want to live. You ended the world. I mean, maybe. But and it doesn't necessarily benefit us because some of the people he's got behind him that he would allegedly put in place are, are more radical than he is. I don't know. The, I mean, I'm telling you since I, I've told you this since day one, the propaganda in this particular conflict and everything that surrounds it is, is propaganda in its purest form. I mean, the, the information war that's going on with this is crazy. Now, I got like... You've seen Fight Club? I've seen Fight Club. You know when he does like the soap on his hand Mm -hmm. and it starts to burn? That's what that looks like. Not IV track marks. Yeah. Well, and look, it could have been doctored too. I mean, or like, yeah, or like the vein, like the, you know, like they went through the vein or whatever and he had a real big, you know, like bruise and stuff there. But that looks more like he's talking to himself, pouring, you know, (laughs) so we all know where this movie ends, you know? Yeah. But it, that to me, that's what it looked like. I thought I was like, oh, he he, he did like the chemical burn. <laughs> yeah. But. Who knows? I mean, again, who knows? And and it's very easy to Photoshop stuff. It's very easy to do all, you know, so uh, information, information game is crazy right now. Misinformation, all of that. Let's touch on this real quick. Then we got to head over to booze and banter on locals um, because as we talk about all the Russia stuff, you know, there's there's been plenty going on in China, too. And this is a very odd moment that happened over the weekend during an assembly at the Chinese parliament. Former President Hu Jintao was asked to leave the assembly. I mean, literally, the dude was pried out of a chair and taken out. Take a look.
awkward. Right? So, I mean, the 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 guys in 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 suits and with the masks on are literally like peeling his hand off of the arm of the chair and then pulling him up from his chair. And Hu Jintao's got this look on his face of like, holy crap, I know where this is headed. I know what comes next. And when they start escorting him out, he reaches down, put his hands on one of you. They showed it multiple times there on one of his, his old colleague's shoulder. And that dude has this uncomfortable look on his face of like, bro, I don't even know who this guy is. He's acting like he knows me. I've never met this guy. Like, don't, I'm not associated that, with him. That's Xi Jinping right next to him. No, no, no. But then there's another guy. Yeah, yeah, the guy after him. The guy yeah, after yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. okay. I but this, you know, like I mean, <laughs> this is what communists do. He was, Hu Jintao, the former president, was removed on live television to prove a point to the peasants that if we, if Xi Jinping and his regime, and he's putting all sorts of friends and loyalists in new positions there as he, as he expands his empire, that if we can disappear a former president right in front, not like speculated, just bye-bye, right in front of you, we can get anybody. No one is safe. And Xi's definitely establishing his dominance as the supreme ruler of China. For the next 20 or so and dragging the old president out in front of everybody is is a symbol it's a symbol for the communists it's a symbol for for what's to come here there's only the present with these guys the past has to be erased and potentially in this in this case potentially you know erased from earth um <clears throat> all right so here's the deal guys watch that that was disturbing to see Watch some of the clips that we're going to show you over on Booze and Banter because it's time to head on over there. It's that time of day. We've gone long today. We appreciate you guys coming along for the whole ride. I put links in Restream, in Facebook, in Rumble, all those places. Anywhere that you might be watching, we'll put them again of where we're going to be on Booze and Banter. Come on. We got more Biden clips. We got some crazy-ass other clips that we're going to show you. There's lots to talk about. You can go to drewberkwist.locals.com. Get yourself a membership. It's super easy. It's super cheap. It's super fun. The rest of you guys, grab a drink. Get your questions ready. We'll be there in about five minutes or less. The link, again, is in the chat. If you can't make it for some reason, I'd say that we understand, but we don't. We want you to join us. Come on. Do it next time, at least. We'll see all of you tomorrow on the main show. Be safe. Be smart. Be free. You? We'll you see you there. You just heard Drew Berquist. Tune in weekdays on every major podcast provider or on DrewBerquist.com.